So my mama used to say, everybody wants to be a cat, because a cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. And you know what, mama? All dogs go to heaven. Lessons from the screen. So today we are getting back into the lift every voice plan from Joe Biden. And we're going to be looking at three points on education, improved teacher diversity, reinstating the Obama-Biden administration's actions to diversify our schools, and to ensure African-American students are not inappropriately identified as having disabilities while giving support to those children with disabilities that need it. Lessons from the Screen is sponsored by PacSync, a black activist advocacy and think tank organization with the purpose of increasing the quality of life for black people in America through education, a culture shift, and economics. And you can check them out at www.pactsinc.org. That's packsync.org. Leave a comment. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Take a survey. Leave a review. Check out the Learning Center. Read a book. Leave a comment on the book. Take a survey. Tell a friend. Leave a donation. Become a subscriber. Tell a friend. Leave a comment. You know, do all of that stuff to help them do what they do because they're doing everything that they can to make sure that you can do what you do. And without further ado, improving teacher diversity is the first thing we're going to look at. And this section starts with a stat from the International IZA Institute of Labor Economics on the long run impacts of same race teachers published in March of 2017. The abstract to that report says, and I quote, Black primary school students matched to a same-race teacher perform better on standardized tests and face more favorable teacher perceptions. Yet little is known about the long-run sustained impacts of student-teacher demographic match. We show that assigning a black male to a black teacher in the third, fourth, or fifth grade significantly reduces the probability that he drops out of high school particularly amongst the most economically disadvantaged black males. Exposure to at least one black teacher in grades three through five also increases the likelihood that persistently low-income students of both sexes aspire to attend a four-year college. And that is interesting in that the, the aspirational part of it is interesting. But the statement taken from the IZA report and utilized in the Biden plan is what I just read. Having just one African-American teacher in elementary school reduces the probability of a kid dropping out. The plan goes on to mention that Biden will support more innovative approaches to recruiting teachers of color and support dual enrollment classes that give high school students an edge in teacher preparation programs. He will also help teachers teaching without certs work towards their teaching certs and work with historically black colleges and universities and minority serving institutions to recruit and prepare teachers and that is vitally important because as we know too many of the teachers in predominantly black schools are teaching without certs or credentials and while that can that definitely does have its benefits it also has its downsides as well. And we're not going to get into the benefits and downsides of that right now. That is a show for another day. But we are going to focus on this plan. And I'm going to be honest, it, it all sounds nice. But teachers of color doesn't mean black. And support doesn't mean things will get accomplished. 
Not to mention, as I've said in past shows, we really don't know what support means. He could issue an informal statement making a favorable but vague reference to a program and call that support, or he could beat the streets and pour resources and access to connections into specific programs and call that support. We just don't know when there is a universe-sized range of activities in between those two extreme points that all constitute support. Would increasing the amount of black teachers that teach black children have a positive impact? Duh, absolutely. But nothing mentioned here works specifically towards that goal. HBCUs serve more than just the black community. He also mentions supporting not just black institutions, but all minority serving institutions. And as I've said plenty of times throughout this, this series, minorities you we when when you're making a plan specifically for black people it has to be specifically for black people not for minorities the rising tide doesn't lift all boats equally and it definitely doesn't lift those boats that have a hole in the hull and that are anchored to the floor those boats take on water and they sink and the people on them die horribly horribly and then they get ate by the shark from deep blue sea not one or two but the third one because she had babies so did the second one anyways so of course it sounds good and of course having more black teachers teaching black kids would be beneficial but this the HBCU serves more than just the black community. So his goal here is to increase the amount of non-white teachers, but that is different from having a goal of increasing the amount of black teachers. They're simply not the same and they can't be equated to being the same. This falls into the same holes that a lot of the other points are going to fall into and that most of these points are going to fall into and that hole is that you can't have a plan specifically for labeled for black America and then have nothing in there that specifically caters to the unique challenges that black people face in America. And this is not a slight against other groups of people and the challenges they face, but everybody faces the, the challenges of white supremacy differently because white supremacy looks at us all and all of us have different stereotypes and different historical attachments to it. So, you can't throw out a broad blanket brush approach and expect it to work for everybody equally. And I know that they're smart enough to know better than that. I just honestly think they don't give a damn enough to do anything different. But moving forward, and this is this point is going to be reiterated over and 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 over. Uh, so for this this point, I give it a C. Like I said, this is another example of something that should not be in the report specifically for black people. And it most likely won't make a big difference for black people specifically. Not saying we won't see any improvement, which is why I gave it a C, but it'll probably be minor. 
So then he goes on to say he's going to reinstate the Obama administration's actions to diversify our schools. So in this section, Biden says he will reinstate the Department of Education guidance that supported schools legally pursuing desegregation strategies and that recognized higher education institution interests in creating diverse student bodies. He also says he will provide grants to schools to create plans and implement strategies to diversify their schools. Now, the old DOE material that he is referencing does in fact make some mention of providing resources and encouraging institutions to increase diversity in their student body or at least to allocate resources towards that end however the report also lumps in all people of color ignoring the unique challenges that black people face as i've said in virtually every episode in this series and at virtually every point in this series and 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 even in the point I just mentioned, and I'm reiterating it now, and I feel safe doing that because it's been a while since since we dropped one of these shows, but you can't solve black issues with blanket solutions. Now, while the Hispanic community does share some of the same challenges we have culturally and structurally, things are different culturally and structurally as well. There are similarities but there are major differences that make the focuses of their community different from the focuses of our community. And it makes the challenges that they face different from the challenges that we face. Even the outlook on the world is different. And I'm not one of those people that think that we should just focus on the similarities because that'll bring us together. That is a very superficial, unthought out approach to what we're seeing whenever you get a diverse group of people together. It's not the fact that they can't recognize the similarities, it's the fact that they don't respect the differences. And that's where the problem is. It's not that people can't see that we're the same, it's that people don't respect that we're different as well. If you're exactly like another person, they don't have a problem with accepting you for being exactly like them that is how culture groups form and that is how people mingle to begin with like mingles with like so but i'm off on a tangent this is a general minority point like most of them and not one that should be included in a plan for black america now, as far as the grants that he will provide to districts for creating and implementing strategies to diversify the schools, without more information on what he means by diversify, there's nothing really to get excited about. If they increase the amount of Asians and Hispanics in the schools, they have increased their level of diversity without benefiting black people at all. And with that being said, it's hard for me to give this anything but a D. Like most of the other points listed in this report, it's too vague, too general, and, and it's hard to make it mean anything by black for black people specifically. And this point in particular, like some of the other points he brings up when he talks about reinstating Obama-era policies, is, is interesting because during the Obama era, the gap between educational attainment and achievement and things of that nature was still growing. Like black people were, were not making up ground and we weren't doing better, at least comparatively speaking. So if they weren't working before, I'm real interested in figuring out how they're supposed to work now. The next point we're going to hit on is the final point that we're going to hit on for today. Ensure that African-American students are not 
inappropriately identified as having disabilities while also ensuring that African-American students with disabilities have the support to succeed. So this section starts out with an article from childtrends.org produced in January 12th of 2017 the article says that black students were 40 percent more likely to be identified as having a disability and twice as likely to be identified as having emotional disturbance or intellectual disabilities this section then points to the piece of regulation put forth during the obama administration that is 521 pages long and has the stated goal of addressing and improving the disparities and disability diagnosis and treatment. And it links to an article from the New York Times in March of 2019 that covered a ruling that good old Betsy DeVos, then Secretary of Education, illegally delayed the regulation mentioned earlier. Biden plans to fully implement the equity in idea, and it's a government thing, so you know there's an acronym, and the acronym in this case is IDEA, because I guess to old white people, acronyms are cool. I guess. Anyways, IDEA stands for Individuals with Disabilities Education Act. It doesn't even really flow, right? Individuals with Disabilities Education Act. What? Like it can have been like individuals with disabilities and problems with education because white people don't want to deal with black kids, so they mislabel them so that they can send them somewhere else and never have to think about them again but feel good about the fact that they labeled them because now they can get the help they need from somebody else act i like i like mine better anyways this actually despite my jokes this could be huge depending on how it's freaked if action is taken to make sure black children are being aren't being misdiagnosed or mislabeled and if the district's correctly identified the right root causes and if the districts correctly identified the right root causes and weren't afraid of the potential social and economic impacts of labeling their districts under this heading because you know those high value people that all districts want living there will think well they'll stay away from the places that have labels that make them less desirable or special needs or things of that nature. But if they're willing to do that, and if some attention is given to black children, and if people are hired and put in place that actually give a damn and work to support the children, then this, this could actually be amazing. Sadly and alas, That's a hell of a lot of ifs. This is another minority point, not a specifically black one. All of the reports mentioned talk about other races while focusing in on blacks as a worst case scenario, our worst case example of how things are currently working. And a lot of work in this point will be done by non-black actors with limited, if any, ties to the community. Districts have to self-identify and have to do the work themselves, schools as well. And this isn't a knock against this plan. It's a fact of life. The government can only do so much. This point like the rest just ain't it. But overall though, I'll give this point a C like I gave the first point a C because even if it's pulled off half-assed, and I think it will be if it's pulled off at all, it could still be a monumental thing for the community. It could still have a huge impact 
on the communities that we all live in because this is something that is happening far too frequently in the public school systems with black children being mislabeled as special needs or emotionally disabled or intellectually disabled or as having some sort of learning disorder. Um, and, and, and then even after they're given these labels, very frequently they aren't given adequate support. So that could, this point could be huge, which is why I give it a C. That's it for this show. I'll see you next time we talk because we're going to be getting back into his sections about paying for college and that should be fun because you know debt is especially school debt sheesh but let me know what you think let me know if you agree with me on what how i feel about these three points let me know if i missed something let me know uh, if you think that it's going to work out wonderful let me know what you think of the job that joe biden is doing currently in his presidency and so that's it i will see you next time on the next episode of lessons from the screen. Lessons from the boop, boop. screen.